You ready to seek some understanding about your business and learn how to grow it from these five questions that I'm going to tell you about today. So you definitely want to tune in so that you can know these five important questions that you should be asking if you're building a business and especially if you're doing it with biblical principles. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Kathy McReynolds and I am the CEO and founder of Bible Business Academy, where we help you grow in your faith and your finances by being in coming an entrepreneur or growing your business as an entrepreneur so that you can help grow the kingdom and that you can work for God and do things his way. So if that is something that just excites you, you found yourself at the right place. So do me a favor and let me know where you are tuning in from. Let me know if you're catching this through the, during the live or the replay. And I got my phone right here. So I'm going to go ahead and hit that share button. If you can do me a favor and and... I, I should be used to that coming on there, right? So if you do me a favor and go ahead and, and share it out as well, I would greatly appreciate it. We got a great, great show for you. Today, we're coming from um, 2 Timothy 3.16. It says every scripture. See, this is why like I, you can use this for business. You can use it for anything. It says every scripture is inspired by God and is used for teaching, fixing mistakes, correcting, training, and doing all anything that you need to do. It'll fix your character. It'll fix your business. It'll fix whatever you need fixed. The Bible is the place to, the, the book to pick up and God is the person to turn to. It, so you want to make sure you do that. All right, y'all, I got that shared out one place and I am going to go ahead and share it one more time. So I'm going to ask you all to do the same thing. How is everyone today? How are you? How are you? How are you? So we're going to go ahead and get this started. And today, guys, I'm going to give you uh, five five questions that you want to you want to make sure that you're getting the answer to and if you don't have your show notes you want to grab your show notes if you don't have your show notes make sure that you uh, go to biblebusinessacademy.com biblebusinessacademy.com and we'll have those show notes available for you tomorrow or you can go ahead and send us a message and we will forward those to you. And what the show notes are, in case this is your first time tuning in, uh, we we take the, the presentation that we have and we actually put it out so that you guys can write notes. We're on here to help you be able to learn and grow your business. Now, if you want more training on how to do that, or, or you have questions, you can get our catalog, just go to biblebusinessacademy.com. But we are live here each and every Thursday to help you give you tips and, and things that you can do to so that you can help more people grow your business and, and be able to have the overflow. Because it's not just about what you have, it's about what you can help other people with and how you can also give back to other people and get them in. So I'm going to go ahead and switch up and we're going to get this party started right now. So let me switch over here to PowerPoint. And we will go ahead and, and get everything started. So, guys, if you are interested in building your business with biblical principles and you want to grow in your faith and finances, you are at the right place. Bible Business Academy is all about helping you to do that. And today's workshop 
We're going to talk about how you can seek understanding to these five questions that I'm going to tell you about from the Bible about your business. And again, as I said, we're coming from 2 Timothy 3.16. It says, every scripture is inspired by God and is useful for teaching, for showing mistakes, for correcting, and for training character. So, and you can add in there for your business or anything else that you want to do for marketing, for sales, for advertising, all of that. You can find something in the Bible that will help you to be able to do that better. So let me ask you this. Are you building your business for God's purpose? Who who are you working for? Who Who's your boss? Who's your CEO? I said, I'm the CEO of... Um, Bible Business Academy, but I'm really the co-CEO of it, right? Because it's God inspired. He's the one who gave me this vision and dream to be able to, you know, come out here and help people, help people get closer to him and to make that happen. It wasn't something that I had an idea that I was going to be doing, but it was just something that came to me and it stayed with me. So when you get a calling, which is one of the things that we help you to figure out what your calling is, you, you have to act on it before it goes away from you. Uh, it says many are the plans in a man's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. And that comes from Proverbs 19, 21. And I smile at that because this was not my plan. This was his plan for my life. And I, you know, after a little resistance, I was like, okay, I'm all in. I'm all in with you. Let's go. Let's do this. Let's make this happen. So we are here. The first thing you want to do when, when you're looking at your business is understand wh where what, what purpose is. What is the purpose of your business? Now, a lot of people, and trust me, I've been a business, if you guys are tuning in, you're new. I've been in business for about 25 years. I've had businesses that done great. I've had businesses that have not done so great. And I had quite a few of them over that time period. And let me tell you, to be free for 25 years with the exception of one year in 2008 when I like literally I lost my home, my Mercedes, I lost everything. I went to work at the bank as a financial advisor for about a year and a couple months until I realized that it was not where I, I always say I'm psychologically unemployable. It wasn't where I was supposed to be. I, I just didn't have the face so something 10 years ago that I have now. And so sometimes when you find Find yourself down, you know, your business isn't going right, things aren't going right. That that's a pruning season. That's when God is like preparing you for your purpose and where he wants to take you. And your purpose may just be for a certain season. In every season, for everything that we do, it's all operating within his purpose. So don't get discouraged. Just start saying to yourself, What's next? Okay, what what lesson? This is what I say now. Okay, God, what lesson do you need me to learn so that when you take me to that next level, I'm prepared for it and ready for it? So you want to ask yourself the question, are you building your business for God's purpose? It, it you know, it's not about the money, it, but yes, are you going to make a lot of money? Absolutely. You should, because then you can take that money and you can give it back and you can help other people. But you have to like mentally make that decision that I'm am building God's business. I am working for him. Any and everything that I do is all about him. And entrepreneurs, when you, when, 
when you get that mindset and everybody gets together and they start helping each other with that mindset, making that happen, I promise you this, we will take over. We will take it. And what I'm saying is, you know, the kingdom, people around will take over and we will change and transform this world to be the way that God knows it's going to be. He's just looking for some soldiers out there. Where are my soldiers at? Where are you at out there? Let me know. And again, it says many are the plans in a man's heart, but it's the Lord's purpose that prevails. So make sure that you Keep asking yourself, am I working for the Lord's purpose? So let's start with what the definition of purpose is. If you look it up in the dictionary as a noun, it says the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. The purpose of the meeting it is an appointed is to appoint a trustee. Like that's usually, so it's the, the, the reason it's done. Why did you start your business? What's the purpose of it? If you you want to start, I always remember hearing when Oprah Winfrey was talking about the meetings that she had at Harpo. And every time she would start the meeting, she always asked them, okay, what's the purpose for today? And I do that a lot. You know, that was some decades ago that I that I heard that, and I, it always stuck with me because the reason why you want to know what the purpose is of everything that you're doing, because your time is limited. You don't. You only have so much time, and plus, when you're focused on accomplishing a goal, you have to guard your time and your mind to make sure that it stays directed to who is supposed to stay directed to, and that's number one first. On on God and then on everything else after that, right? And as a verb, it says, has have as one intention or objective. And, and I love that they have this in here. It says, God has allowed suffering, even purposed it, okay? So when I saw that, I'm like, hmm, let me look that up in the Bible and see what it has to say. So we got some scriptures about purpose. You can screenshot this, or if you got your show notes, go ahead and write those down. We got Job 42 and four, it says, I know that you can do all things and that no thought or purpose of yours can be restrained. So nothing, nothing God has predetermined will ever be restrained. So why fight it? Like he created us, why fight it? Just let it happen. In Proverbs 16, four, it says the Lord has made everything, not just some things, it says everything. So we're talking this phone, this water bottle, all of this was created because he put all of this in us and it's all for his purpose, even the wicked for the day of trouble. So when I go back to that dictionary, I'll, I'll flip that back here, right here. If you look right here, when it says God has all suffering even for his purpose, that's where they get it from. See the Bible, you can find any and everything in there. And I say this all the time and I'm going to keep saying it. You could just, you know, ask Siri or, or who, you know, I don't, I, I don't know, Alexa, I think that's who it is. Just ask them, you know, what does the Bible say about purpose? What does the Bible say about whatever you want to know? And then it'll get you into the chapters, but it, to, to the scriptures, but make sure you read the entire chapter so you can keep it in context. In Psalms 138, it says, the Lord will fulfill his purpose for me. Your steadfast love, O Lord, endures forever. Do not forsake the work of your hands. See, do not forsake the work of your hands. 
he's going to fulfill his purpose for your life if you let him right? If you let him, it, and that's the beauty of it. it no, he doesn't force you to do anything. It's up to you. So when it comes to your business and building it with biblical principles on the back of God and letting him guide you, this is what helps your business to go to that next level. And I didn't say it was going to be easy because everything isn't easy, right? It wasn't easy for him to give up his son, Jesus, and him die. Even, you know, got Jesus on the cross like, God, why have you forsaken me? Like, who wants to get killed and hung and all of that stuff? But guess what? He did it anyway. And he said, let your will be done. So that's how you have to look at it. His will will be done. In Colossians 1.16, it says, for by him, all things were created in heaven and where and on earth visible and invisible so whether you can see it or you can't see it it was all created by him whether thorns or dominions or rulers or authorities all things were created through him and for him it wasn't created for us it wasn't made for us it was made for him so that's a transformation in your mindset that you want to make when you're making that decision to let God guide your life. And I'm not saying it's going to be easy, y'all. It is not always easy to do that. But the more, I promise you this, the more you meditate on his word, and when I say meditate on his word, just read it in the morning, read it at night, read it during the day, read it when you're frustrated, read it when you're happy. Just let that be your focus. When that's your focus, it will change everything. Does that make sense, y'all? If you leave in comments, make sure you leave them at any time during the broadcast. And I always go to the end, look at all your comments, answer them at that time. Or if you're catching this during the replay, it always dings and let us know when someone comment and we'll go back and answer those. So feel free to let me know, did you have an aha moment or how that transformed you, how it made sense, or if you have a question and it didn't make sense and you need more clarity on it, let us know that. So the key here is because we're talking about the Bible and business, we want to show you how to define your purpose for your business and to build your business different from the world. You got to be in the world, but not a part of the world. It says, and I'm going to show you how you can take the scripture and just insert your name or the business in it to help you get a more clarity on what you're looking at. In 1 Corinthians 1 and 10, it says, let there be, be real harmony so that there won't be splits in the church. Be of one mind, united in thought and purpose. Uh, this is Paul when he was writing writing this um, letter to, the, to to Corinth when he found out like everybody was in there arguing. Uh, they were talking about this person is better than that person. And it was just a lot of stuff going on, right? It's kind of like in business. You can get employees against employees. You can get employees against managers. You can have these little clicks. You can have all of these things, your vendors and everybody just like, you know, talking stuff and, and, and causing confusion, that happens. And so it happened in the Bible and it, it's, it happened as they were building the churches. And so you can take that aspect of building the churches for 
to build God's kingdom and to tell the good news. And you can use that in your business. So I gave you an example here. I took that same scripture and it says, let there be real harmony so that there won't be splits in your business. Uh, be of one mind, united in thought and purpose. And so the reason, and of course, you're not changing the Bible, you're just using it and writing it out so that you can internalize it and so that you can get it. So if you take that and you put it in your business, it should begin, it should make you begin to think like, okay, is there strife in my business? Is there confusion? Do I have employees who are pitting themselves against each other? Or if I'm starting a business, how can I make sure that I set up parameters and, and, and that culture from day one so that that won't happen? See, because a culture will either lift you up or it will tear you down quicker than anything else. And a lot of people don't think about that. I think back on our financial service company, we would recruit and train agents. So we always had a lot of people coming in and out of the business. And that was one thing that we got together with the key players. And we always talked about culture. What we expect. There's no talking about people. It's only lifting people up. Like here's how if somebody, we had a big meeting or seminar, some of the things that we would do is we would have a greeter assigned at the door. We would also have um, icebreaker people that would be out in the audience speaking and talking to people. It was like, it's showtime. When it's showtime, we were not in our clicks talking to each other, we were talking to the guests. We were out speaking to them. You know, I can even go back to when I was in retail management, oh, some 25, 30 years ago, we had a greeter at the door then. Everything was set up and people were trained. We role played on it, how you speak to people, what you say to them, not talking to each other, not socializing. You know, there you just is no different than your home, right? If you have kids, you have you, you know, I remember you bet not embarrass me, right? <laughs> anybody, if anybody, if your parents ever said that to you coming up and gave you rules of what you can do and what you can't do, whether you were at the home or you were going out, that's the same mindset you want to have with your business. Those little details is the difference maker. I was on a phone call today with the customer service rep of our phone company to fix some things with some new um, salespeople that we have coming in. And she, the first one that I got on there you know, his voice was really low. He didn't sound excited about being there. Uh, he, the phone actually hung up. He never called me back, which I'm glad he didn't because then the other lady who came on there, she was amazing. She went overboard and helping and serving. So I will never forget her name is Ash. And I'm like, I, you were amazing. See, I, I, why do I remember Ash's name? Because Ash stuck out to me. She did things that she didn't have to do. And then she went overboard, asked questions, made sure that everything was taken care of. So how are you going to ensure that that's happening into your business? And those are the things that we're going to talk about. See, when you define your purpose, you're doing it um, not just for the reason to say, hey, okay, we got a purpose and we're going to do something. You're doing it so that you can have unity, so you can have oneness, so you can have everybody on the same page so that when they go to one person, they're like, oh, we don't
don't do that. But the other person said, oh, yes, you do. And I know that somebody somewhere in, in your, you know, dealings in life and you're dealing with the company has told you two different things. So as a business owner, you are responsible. The buck stops with you. You are responsible for everything that happens into your business. That's why that's where, you know, when we go back to our scripture for the day, the Bible is for teaching, for correcting, for instructing, for character building, all of that stuff. So you can use that when it comes to your business. So you gotta, you gotta, when you look at unity, you want unity with you. Like it has to start with you. You have to be the one who sets the tone. It starts at the top. You have with your employees. If you, if whatever you're doing is going to feed back onto them and vice versa, and then it's going to go down to your customers and then your vendors and then the world. So how do you want people to see you, perceive you, and, and, and you, especially being a faith-based entrepreneur, they should see the kingdom within you. You should be an example of, of God and work for him and not for man. It is so important to make that happen. Does that make sense, y'all? Let me know if you're getting this, if you had an aha moment on that. The first step to defining your purpose is this, to decide that you, that you are working for God. See, here's the, that's the first step. You got to make that decision. And like I said to you guys, when I decided um, almost a year ago to start Bible Business Academy, even though, you know, I've always loved God and, uh, you know, walk, walked in and, you know, how, how we go in and out, in and out, in and out. Last year was the year that I decided, you know what? I'm going all in. See, especially when I started online a couple of years ago, everyone always said, oh, you never talk about religion or you never talk about politics. And I, you know, I bought into that for a moment until I realized that over the last 25 years, I would have never stuck in business as long as I did with all the challenges that came over those last 25 years, had it not been for God. And when he put on my heart to start Bible Business Academy, and help entrepreneurs grow in their faith and grow in their finances using biblical principles, it changed my life. So I began to dive into the word like every morning, every night, even though I, for years I had read the Bible front and back and it's like, you read it. And then all of a sudden, the same thing that you read like a year or two ago, you read it today and you're like, ah, I got it. Because now he sees that you're earnestly seeking him and he gives you things that he can't give to everybody, right? He gives it to those who are earnestly seeking him and keeping him first. So this will not, this will transform your mind. It will, it will put you in a whole different realm. It'll make you check yourself really quick when you know that you're doing something that is not in alignment with God and the way that he wants it done. So that's important. So decide that you are working for God. Number two, the purpose of your business is to show that God is working in you, right? If you got a, you know, a nasty disdemeanor, dis, dismeanor, however you say that word, position, right? If you, I, you, I always say a word is not a word until you use it enough and it becomes one. Um, 
if that's your personality and people see that they're like whoa whoa, whoa wait a minute you, you, your what has to speak for itself you don't always have to you know say and be out there and quote scriptures and all that. Now I do that every single day because that is who I am. And that's what my business is about. It's called Bible Business Academy. Uh, it's funny because like somebody said to me, why do you always talk about the, the Bible at bot? And then they stop and they go, oh, it's Bible Business Academy. So what else are you supposed to talk about? Yeah, this is why I do that. I talk about the Bible and business because that's the name of my business, Bible Business Academy. And so people need to see God in you. And that means that you're not going to be perfect. None of us are perfect. So when we make mistakes, because we will apologize for it, separate yourself. Most people don't apologize. I, I was watching this video uh, this lady um, doing showing braids and, and braiding hair. And she said that a lot of times when uh, stylists make mistakes, they'll block the, they'll block the stylist. The, I mean, the, the customer, they want to answer their phone instead of, you know, saying, you know what? I'm sorry. Come on back in. Let me fix it. You have to own it. Right. And when you when when God is your the reason for everything that you do, you own that. You say, you know what? I'm my bad. I'm sorry. I, I was wrong. Let me make it right. Let, let me do it over. So that's the mindset and attitude that you have. And the last one, guys, your business is not so much for you as it is for God's own work through you. So we Remember in the beginning when I shared the scripture where it said that everything, whether it's visible or not visible, is for his purpose. So if you keep that in mind, it is for his purpose. We're just, we're just, he's just loaning it to us while we're here in this season for us to do what he wants us to do with it. So whatever you do, okay, whatever you do. Work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord and not for men. And that's in Colossians 3.23. Step two. Are you getting value here? Let me know if this is helping you out, if you're getting value. And also, before I forget, if you want to build a business with biblical principles, you want to get it started or you already have one started and you want to get more customers, uh, you want to be able to change your mindset, you want to be able to grow in your faith, you want to know how to advertise or set up your website and all of that stuff, go to BibleBusinessAcademy.com. When you get there, you'll be able to download a free report. And then it'll, it'll also, once you get inside our email, you can click the bottom PPPS where it has our catalog and it'll show you all of the... Um, services that we offer that we can help you with. So step two, guys, oh, and that's at BibleBusinessAcademy.com. I might have said it, but just in case I didn't. Step two in defining your purpose is to build the foundation. The foundation is important in anything that you build. You think of the building. When you build a building, if that foundation is not strong, it's not going to last. I always, when I think of foundation, I think of the the um, the the wolf. What is it? The wolf, you know, and where where red little red Robin Hood or whatever. Whoever y'all can tell, I ain't got kids, so I don't know this all off the top of my head. But you know, when they or maybe it was the piggies. I'm probably yeah. I, I think it was the piggies where they built the, the with the straw house and the brick house and the in the wood house, right? Those were the foundations that they were building it in. I'm getting them all mixed up. Y'all work with me. Y'all pray for me, right? So 
if that foundation isn't where it needs to be, it's going to take you a while to fix it and get it right. So even though it may take a little more work up front or even a lot more, you know, to much whom is given, much is required, it may take a lot more up front in order to build that foundation and to build it right, it's important that you take the time to do it. So I thought I would share with you like what our foundation is for our business and what is built upon. And then once you figure out what is built upon, everything has to branch out from that and grow from that. So the first part of our foundation in building with biblical principles is God. Like that is first in our foundation. Next is your faith, your finances, and your funnels. Those are the three areas that we help people with. Why faith? Why faith? Because, you know, without faith, it's impossible to please God. And so he gifted me with that belief that, all things are possible. Like I really, really believe that. And I understand and know that it's a process when you're making things happen. It's not going to happen on your time when most people get frustrated and they want to quit. So there are certain things that you need to do in order to grow in your faith. Um, if you didn't catch it last Thursday, we did a talk on how to grow your faith in the different stages. You definitely want to, you can check it out on YouTube. Um, or uh, where else do we have it on our podcast? You can you can check it out in all, in all of those stations and, and watch that. It's something that you definitely want to watch. And then finances. Why finances? Look, I've been a licensed financial advisor for 25 years. I've made a lot of money. I've lost a lot of money. I've wasted a lot of money. I've made a lot of mistakes with money over that period, even being licensed. You know how they say doctors are their worst, their worst patients, right? It's the same thing. We all go through seasons and we have to go through those in order to go to that next level. So when it comes to the financial part, if there are certain principles and you can also on YouTube find some stuff on finances and, and that's something on what we call it Wealth Wednesdays. Every Wednesday we, we'll put out a, a, a blog on uh, financial principles with biblical principles as well to help you to grow in that. And then the funnel part of it is business. You know, it funnels is just a, another name for a website, but it's about the business, helping people to build their business uh, using the right stuff. You know, it's not just about the website. You can have the website, but if that website don't have traffic coming to it, then you're, you're you know, it's kind of, I told someone today when they were asking me about, you know, what do I think about this type of business? What I, if all businesses will work, right? If, just go to God, whatever he wants you to do, all businesses will work. If it's work for someone else, it will work for you. So, you know, we have to, and there's always a new idea, a new business. And if you get focused on that, you'll never get something started or you'll get it going and then you'll leave that and you'll go to something else. So there are certain foundations and principles. We don't have time to get into all of that today. That's important when it comes to that funnel side. You got to get the traffic to, you got to have the marketing, the advertising, then you got to have your sales team. And then you, you know, the right bit, like all of that stuff is things that we cover when you're in one of our academies to help you out with that. Step three, y'all, is to create a simple statement that is 
easy for everyone to remember. And I love this part because when you think about it, there are certain things that I, I'm going to call these out and you can drop it in the comments if you know the answer. And I'm actually going to say the answer as well. But what brand says just do it? What brand says just do it? And I'm sure if I give you a second, you guys can come up with that, right? The Just Do It brand is Nike. And just about everybody in the world knows who that is, what it is, is Just Do It, is Nike. How about this one? Number two, deliver in 30 minutes or less. Who can drop that in the comments? And keep in mind, I can't see your comments. So if you're dropping those in the comments, I don't see them now. But who says that? Deliver in 30 minutes or less. The story of the people who started this business got started in the college dorm room, right? And their partner, he, they had a partner, but that partner didn't believe in the concept. So they, they had another shiny object that was in front of them and they left. And we know how that story ended, right? That's a Domino's Pizza. Deliver in 30 minutes or less. What about this one? Be all you can be. Be all you can be. What is that from? Be all you can be. That is the army, right? Be all you can be. And, you know, this dates, some of y'all might not even know what this is, but this dates, but some, I don't know, 30, 40 years later, I still remember it. So they did an amazing job of creating one statement so that people will remember, where's the beef? I still can see that old lady saying, where's the beef? And that's Wendy's. Where's the beef? They had a commercial. That was their brand. Where's the beef? They were talking about their competition, McDonald's, who, you know, they said didn't have the little hamburgers and Wendy's had the big ones. So that was where's the beef. So when it comes to Bible Business Academy, we help you grow in your faith and finances. We help you grow in your faith and finances. So when we say that over and over and over again, some 20, 30, 40 years, somebody's going to be on here helping somebody in that generation. And they're going to say, who's that company that helps people grow in their faith and finances? Oh yeah, that's Bible Business Academy. So what is that state? statement in your company? Well, how do you develop that? How can you get that in the minds of people and let them tell the story instead of you telling the story? That's what we help you with. And that's how you begin to transform not only your life, but most importantly, your customer's life. And God will look down at me like, well done, my good and faithful servant. Step four is getting to the topic of this is to seek understanding about these five questions from the Bible about your business, about your business. So as you review what the Bible say about your business, I want you to always look for answers because you can find them in there. You may have to do a little digging, but if you stick around us, we give you the scriptures and how to do that. And you'll find that in your show notes as well. And then once you receive the answer, guys, you got to start focus on it, both the nature of it and the task of it. It's important to do the nature of it. The reason why is that way? And then the task that you have to do behind that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to dive into each five, all five of these areas. Why, why does the business exist? What are we to be as a business? Who and what are we? What are we to do as a, um, to do as a business? 
did I repeat that? What are we to to oh to be as a business and what are we to do as a business? We used to say, what do you want to be, do, and have, right? You have to think of that. What do you want to be, do, and have? And then number four, how are we to do it? And um, how are we to market it? So I'm going to go into all five of those. You can write these down or you can screenshot them and then you can go back, take the time to fill them out and make sure that you are answering these questions because it will really help to transform you. This is part of building that foundation. This is part of making that foundation of your business strong when you really take it beyond how much money can I make, right? So why does the business exist? In the Bible, the reason why the Bible was there and the apostles was there so that they can share the good news. That's why they existed. They existed to share the good news. In Matthew 24 and 14, and you can always just screenshot this, take a screenshot of it or take a picture of it so that it can help you. Or the replay will always be up here and you can find it on YouTube. While you're over at YouTube, make sure you subscribe and, and um, hit the notification button so that when we do come live or if we put um, extra stuff up, you'll get notified of it. It says, this good news of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world, it'll be, it will be a witness to all nations. See right there, there is, that's a statement of their purpose of what they want to happen. They want it to exist in the entire world. God said it, this will exist in the entire world and it will be a witness to all nations. So you're a your business exists to share what? Maybe you, um, I just saw uh, someone had put a picture of their face and you know how um, their bumps and all of that stuff were going away. My nephew has a business that's called um, Alla for Life. And so if he was right, that would be your business exists to, to share with people how to look good without, you know, it's always without, we'll go into that. So you want to help people look good, feel better and, and have more confidence, right? So we exist to share this. We exist to help people with that. So you want to fill in the blank. Why does your a business exist? What do you want to share? You want to share tips on how to cook better. You want to share tips on how to look younger. You want your business exists to help people, um, keep a clean house and be happy. You know, whatever it is that you're doing, your, your business exists. If you're a coach to, to uh, you know, maybe you are a personal development coach, your business exists to help people um, not quit when things are going tough. You know, whatever it is, you can fill that in. Drop in the comments, whatever your business is, answer those questions and let us know why does the business exist or if you haven't got it started, why do you want it to exist? Hope that helped you out. Number two, what are we to be as a business? Who, you, who do you want to be? Who and what are we? Like, you know, who do you want to be? Who do you want to become? We always say that, like, who do you want to become? Matthew 16, 15 through 9, it says, but what about you? He asked, who do you say I am? See, we know that you 
have to make that decision about who you are and don't let anyone else define you. And if you don't take the time to sit down and make a decision about who your business is and who you, who, who you want your business to be, somebody else will define it for you. It's just like Wendy defined it for McDonald's that they had little small skinny hamburgers, right? So let you, you don't want someone else defining that for you. He said, he asked, who do you say I am? Simon Peter answered, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. Jesus replied, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for this was not revealed to you by flesh and blood, but by my father in heaven. And I tell you that you are Peter and on this rock, I will build my church and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you lose on earth will be loosened in heaven. So when I read that and I say, how can I apply that to business? You can ask yourself, who do I say that I am? You know, like if I if I use myself as an example, I say that I am a vessel from God that he chose to use to help people grow in their faith and finances. I'm, you know, that person who can encourage someone and to help them to see something in a brighter fashion versus stand in, you know, down in the dumps. What gift did he give you? What did he give you? And how did he give that to you? And how can you use it to build your business? And then when people start repeating it back to you, or you can do a little survey with your family and or your friends or your customers and say, who do you say that I am? Like, when you think of me, what's the first thing that came come to your mind? And you really want to listen without judgment. You want to listen to get understanding because the message that you put out into the world may be different to the receivers than your intention. And that's why going through this exercise, now I'm just showing you guys a little short part of what we go through, but there's literally a 25 page document that you have to go through and answer a bunch of questions about your business to help you build that foundation, to help you get your purpose. And so that when that question is, you ask that question to someone like Jesus asked Simon Peter, you know, but what about you? He asked, who do you say I am? See, he could have told him who he, who he was, right? But he wanted to know what his thought was. And in this particular situation, God revealed that to him. And when you're putting him first, when you put God first, he will begin to reveal it to other people about your business and, and about you. And he will bring all that glory to you when it's in his best interest so that it's benefiting him so keep that in mind. Number three, what do I say that my business is about? I, you know, again, we'll use their example, faith and finances. Uh, maybe your business is about doing yard work. You help people with yard work. Maybe you do um, painting. Maybe you help people uh, have a baby. You know, you can, there are so many different businesses out there. Maybe you help people uh, with the internet. Maybe you help people start businesses. You know, what is it? What is your business about? And what do you say? My, what do you say? Again, 
ask the people, what do you say my business is about? You define it, then you ask the people. And then once you get, you know, you, you always look for patterns, right? You write down exactly what they tell you without commenting, without, you know, putting your opinion in it. Ask about a hundred people these questions about your business and then see if, and also your employees and see if your answer is the same as theirs. If not, then that's where we begin to help you fix that problem with your marketing, your social media posts, how you're presenting yourself, what you're saying, what your products are. All of that is a reflection of the perception, how people perceive you is what you are, not what you think you are. Does that make sense? Let me know in the comments if that is making sense to you. And, and if you had an aha moment or if you had a story of maybe where you had to tell someone, no, 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 that's not what we do, right? If you keep saying, no, 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 we don't do that. Or they keep saying, well, what is it that you do do? Then you got to go back to that one statement of where's the beef? Just do it. Like, so that people start to recognize and think of you when they're in that mental state and mental situation. Number three, what are we to do as a business? What does God want done in this world? That's what you like. Ask that question. What does God want done in this world? And is he asking me to do it? That's what you have to say to yourself. Matthew 22, 36 through 40, it says, teacher, what is the great commandment in the law? And he said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend on the law of the prophets. So love God, love your neighbor like you love yourself. That's pretty simple and easy to remember, right? Y'all getting this point here? That's simple. That's easy to remember. So you can say, here's a line that you can use. Just write this down. We help people blank without blank. So the solution is we help people with this solution without the problems. So we help you uh, start a business in 30 days and get clients without paying for advertising. I'm just making, you know, some of this up. We help you get speaking engagements uh, without going to a lot of events without, you know, whatever the problem, going to a lot of events is the problems. We help you get booked for paid for $10,000 speaking engagements without doing a lot of events. So you see how you can take that with or without. We we help you lose weight. We help you lose 15 pounds in 30 days without exercising, right? Another one of the business I have, Ice Fit Studio, we had the fat freeze machine. And that's one of the the um, things that it does, right? So I can say that one. So when you're looking in that, your solution, then after you find that again, it's like, okay, how do I get that word out? So that's where your webinars, your seminars, your social media posts, your client meetings, marketing, advertising, employees, all of that, everything you do should be based on that solution. So whenever you're doing any of that stuff, it should not just be random. Oh, I got an idea. Let me go ahead and put it out. Oh, I have some idea for a post. Let me put it out. Like when on um, all of our posts that comes out, they're all pretty much done in advance, seven days in advance, for the most part, we do them for the entire week based on 
faith based on the faith finances and funnels and then we have different days we compartmentalize those down like on mondays is marketing day so i'm always putting out a blog on marketing how you can market tuesday is tech tuesday wednesday is wealth wednesday uh, uh thursday we're on here live friday we have a replay and recap of the week saturday we do additional training sunday we're working on your faith so every single day after we broke that down then we divided that up by day so that you can stay focused and you're not just random and it takes time to get to that place and the more you do it and the more consistent you are you'll begin to get clarity it says be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind and the best way to renew your mind is to intentionally put some things on it so that you can help the and we actually have a planner and, and we'll show you some information on that at the end that you guys can pick up it's called believe and grow rich it's a planner that encompasses all this stuff that i'm talking about to be able to help you um and that's at believeandgrowrich.com number three everything you do should be based on how you are growing the kingdom first okay see this is different from the way the world does it the world focuses on what are you doing with your business first uh you know pay yourself first no god first everything has to be based on god first that's the difference between building it god's way and the world's way making sense ask yourself how will this grow the kingdom that's a different i didn't always have this conversation y'all this was new and different for me as well to say how am i doing this for god how would this please him is this pleasing to him and when you do that it will change you i promise you that it will change the way you do things it will change the way you act and it's not of your doing it's of his doing he is equipping you with all the stuff that you need in order to make that happen if he gives you a vision he will he will also give you the provision for that in order to make everything happen but you have to intentionally make a decision to make that happen number four how are we to do it how are we going to do it let's take a look at what the word says in matthew eleven twenty eight 28 through 30 it says come to me all you who are weary and burdened and i will give you rest and i'm telling you as an entrepreneur you we get in that habit of where we're going to work 24 7 all we do is think talk eat sleep business because it's who we are and you can't like somebody was talking to me about a husband and wife and the wife has business the husband didn't they didn't understand it and he was telling them you know to go get counsel he's trying to talk it there is one of the things that we're building in bible business academy because of that is a partnership program it's the way that god put us here he has every like you got to think about the parts of your body right you have your your hand you got your fingers you got your fingertips right you have your palm your arm your, your forearm you have your elbow you have your neck you have your head you know you have you have the your chest your legs your feet all of those are all part of the body so if one of those is missing and i i hadn't even got in the inside where we got all that stuff working in the inside if one of those are missing or not working it's going to make life a little difficult right would you agree with that yes so 
it may not seem like it's important, but it's very, very important to know how all of that's going to work together. And you have to explain, and I think I'm on a tangent here, may not have nothing to do with this, but that, that all came to me as you're putting together your purpose, as you're putting together your business and the worry comes from this and that. Oh, I know why I was saying that is because because we're so consumed with everything, we neglect our homes. We neglect your family. You neglect your friends. You neglect people and you neglect living the life while you're here. And, you know, and, um, and um, I think it's in Ecclesiastes or Proverbs where, where it talks about, like, yeah, I got this from, I don't forgot who the lady is, but she's like, I might not always know the exact address of the scripture, but I can tell you what it says. But in there it says you enjoy life you know enjoy the fruit of your labor so if you're consumed with everything sometimes you may not enjoy it you have to make that decision and that's a challenge like i my my sister-in-law just said you know hey i haven't seen you in a while why don't you come over and i had just made that decision to say you know what i'm gonna make sure that i take away everybody who knows me knows on friday i don't afternoon i don't do any business because i take my mom who's 87 to the store, that time is non-negotiable, right? So you you can't let business consume you where you're too busy to live life. And, and he goes on to say, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Like, ooh, like I got chills just saying that. I mean, like, just think about that. If, if, if somebody you love says to you, to you, like, take my yoke, like, lean on me, I got you, how would that make you feel? But just knowing that the almighty God is saying that to you, that like, ooh, that just gets me excited, y'all. And it's just like, like, yes, yes, yes. So that's how you want to be. If you find that you're stressed out and you're always in business and it's driving you crazy, is making your hair turn gray or fall out, you're doing something wrong and we need to help you to fix that. Don't let it worry you. Don't let it overwhelm you. Business is about solving problems. So you have to get used to and not take problems into you, give them to God. That's what he said, give them to him. So that's why I love doing this with biblical principles because it allows you to just like, okay, in Matthew 11, 28, 30, when you're going through something, that scripture will immediately pop back into your head, especially if you're meditating on it, if you're reading about it, if you're thinking about it, it will help you remember it. Matthew 18, 19 and 20 says, again, truly I say to you that if two, like guys, this, even when I was doing this and putting this together, this right here just took my mindset to a whole new level of how important it is to be equally yoked with people. It says again, truly, I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything they ask for, it will be done for them by my father in heaven for where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am with them. Like, like when I, 
was writing this and doing this, I got extra excited, right? And I'll tell you guys why. Um, so we're hiring some salespeople because we were getting in so many leads of people wanting to know information about how to build a business with biblical principle. I just couldn't do them all myself. So I had, I'm like, okay, it's time to train some people to do that. So I've been interviewing a lot of people, talking to people. And one of the key things, because when I'm making calls, this happened. Sometimes you got to pray with people, right? Some, you know, and, and you have to, and you have to uh, pray with them, listen to them, talk to them, understand them, because this is their life. And doing business with us is not cheap, right? We, our, our, our services are not cheap. It costs just like it costs to go to Harvard and, and to get an education. It costs to start a business and to learn this knowledge so that you can grow. So, so whenever you're, you're talking to your partners and these, I consider them partners who are going to be in business with you, it's important that you know what their beliefs are because if somebody, you know, is, you know, crying and frustrated and nothing is happening, no one is listening to them. And that person, your sales team, you, your consultant, they're like, oh my God, you know, they're impatient with that. You can't have that happen. But if, if, if they're on the phone and they're having a conversation and they're, you know, finally they got somebody who will listen to them and you don't know how to listen properly and you don't know how to let God be the word and be in the midst of that, it changes things. But when you know that and you, you find people who are like that and they're praying for you and you're praying for them and they're praying for the business and they're praying for you know, your people, when we have our sales meetings, then we started with a prayer, ended with a prayer. And then you think about your team and you're praying for that. When that's happening, that means that God just said, like his word cannot come back void. He says, again, truly, I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything, anything. So if we agree that we're going to transform thousands of lives, if you agree that you're going to help people in a certain way in your business, and you got other people praying with you and agreeing with you and working with you, or you're a part of us, and we're all praying that your business is, is going the way it's supposed to go. He said, it will be done, right? For them, by my father in heaven, for where two or three gather in my name, there I am with them. So if you're looking for partners, if you're looking for vendors, if you're looking for employees, can you see the benefit of finding people who are equally yoked or finding people who want to be equally yoked and working with them and helping them and training and nurturing and, and doing it all with biblical principles? Y'all, that's what keeps me excited. That's what keeps me going is because God said you. I choose you to do that. What did he say to you? What is he choosing you to do? And who are you doing it with? Who are you partnering up with? I promise you, if you can get the answer to that question, his promises to you will be answered because his word cannot come back void. Number five, and that last question, is this bringing you value, y'all? Are you getting it? Did that make sense to you? Again, if you want to know more about our academies and our mentorship programs or our planners and things like that, go to BibleBusinessAcademy.com, BibleBusinessAcademy.com. But let me know 
what you're getting out of this. So number five, the last one we're going to talk about today is how are we to market it? Uh, Matthew 9, 35 says, Jesus went throughout, through all the towns and villages, teaching in the synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and healing every disease and sickness. So he went through all the towns, through all the villages. He's teaching he's, the synagogues. He's proclaiming the good news of the kingdom. That's why he was sent here. And he's He's telling everyone, you know, when I was reading the scripture, he, he, they were talking about baptism. He said, you know, God didn't send me to baptize people, right? He sent me to proclaim the good news and to heal everybody of disease and sickness and all of whatever it is. Like, you know, especially nowadays we got we got this disease and the plagues and all of this stuff going on. You got to remember that with his stripes, we are healed. Like that's why he got all them strikes on him so that we can be healed. You don't have to worry about, like I literally in 99, like, I, I don't get sick, right? Before this was because, and some of you probably heard the story is that I remember when I was about eight years old, my mom getting healed of cancer. And I tell that story a lot. So, as you know, to make it short on this one, they told her she was going to die. And I was eight at that time. So that's some 50 something years later, she's still living. And she told them, y'all don't know the Jesus that I serve. I'm not going to die. I'm going to live to see my children grow. And she's, she's buried two of her children. She is still here. And that faith moment stuck with me forever in her getting healed. I just remember in her teaching us how to say the blood of Jesus, how to say your prayers and how to, you know, whenever something is wrong with you, put your hand on yourself and pray for yourself from the Bible. Use the word like this. These are things that you need to know and that you need to understand. And Jesus went throughout the towns and this is how he marketed himself. This is what they did. And then they put together the Bible. So you got to ask yourself, how will you be omnipresent? How will you be everywhere and only be in one place? Like, for example, as we are here recording this live, I'm on YouTube and I'm on LinkedIn. And then I'm going to take this, I'm going to repurpose it. It's going to be on the podcast. And then I use little snippets out of this. I can take this entire thing, get it transcribed and use this in a blog. So you can do one piece of content, a live content, and then you can take it and you can turn it into a blog. You can turn it, turn it into a podcast. You can take snippets of it, of the you know best parts of the conversation. You can make it out of a book. You can make them out of social media posts. So there's a reason why I do the Thursday ones a little longer because that can be repurposed for a lot of other things. So you say it once, like the Bible, right? They said it once and then again, he, he inspired them to put it all into a book and then people for decades and in, in years and centuries have been reading that same book. Although it gets transcribed different, it's still the same information. That word never changes you can do that with your business. That's something we teach you how to do. You also want to ask yourself, how will you attract 
a flood of customers who will pay, stay, and refer, not just buy from you one time, but buy from you over and over and over and over again, and then tell their mama, brother, mother, sister, cousin about it because they know your their, your statement. Somebody's suffering in their finances. I still get phone calls that say, hey, you know, can you give me some life insurance? Can you do my investments for you? I don't really um actively promote that business right now but i still help people with it because that's what people think about when they think about me because i've been doing it forever right so what will they think about when they think about you and how are you getting the words out you you, you have to make a decision what social social media channels will you be on see y'all remember myspace right who was on myspace i wasn't i got on facebook probably 10 years ago you're starting to see like um you know, in the memories, you get all of that. Channels will come and go. It's just like TV channels. They will come and go. Some will make it through a hundred years. Some won't. So just because a social media channel is the newest, maybe you shouldn't be on there, right? So just because it's, it's the latest, you have to make sure that it's where God wants you to be, is where your calling is. It's no different than when Jesus told the disciples to go out and he specifically told them who to talk to what places to go into and where not to go to so there are some channels you shouldn't be on there are some places you shouldn't advertise in or you shouldn't market in all of that is because there is a a, a preset purpose for what you're doing. And when you can understand that and you can walk in your purpose, you will save yourself a lot of time. Don't try to be everything to everyone. You just have to live out what your purpose is and build your business the way that God wants you to build it. And the way that you can do that is to get in his word, listen to him, talk to him, and be around other people that can help keep you aligned with that. And that's also with number four, uh, where will we advertise? It's just not, oh, I got to advertise on Facebook. Oh, I got to advertise on YouTube. Oh, you know, their purpose. Everything should be done with a purpose. Think of Oprah. What's the purpose for this meeting? What's the purpose for that? This advertising. Everything should be done with God's purpose in mind. Matthew 5, 13 and 6, it says, you are the salt of the earth. But, okay, here's that but. But if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled under the feet. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, okay, y'all got that? In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. And, and so when you read that, you, you see that. Your purpose has to be on your deeds so that it glorifies God. Not that it glorifies you, that it glorifies God. And, 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 and when I think of the salt and if it loses saltiness, like how can you stay relevant in business? How can you stay around like the companies that have been around for hundreds of years and stay relevant? When I think about being in the financial service business, there were, uh, the company that I was with, 
they came in and they knocked out companies that had been in business for over a hundred years because of their new mission and what they were going to do and how they were going to transform the world. So a high school teacher went from being a high school teacher and a coach to being a billionaire because he had a mission and a purpose to help people become debt-free and financially independent. And they did that in about seven short years, went from zero to, to over, uh, from zero to a billion dollars by being focused on that purpose. And they went to the right place. We, you know, when they taught us like who to go to, it was married. Uh, they call it the five star. They married 25 and older um, kids, homeowners and employed making at least of uh, 25,000 was at that time when, when I was there. So that's not everybody. Right. So you have now, do you help other people? Yes. But 98 percent of who you serve should be in a certain demographic that you predetermine. It should be in a certain niche, in a certain market with certain characteristics. This is what, you know, Jesus said, I, 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 this is who I'm here for. This is who I'm here to help. This is my purpose while I'm doing this over this next three years. And I must stay focused focus so that when I do that, I will always be revelant. And if you want to be revelant and not lose your saltiness and not, and not lose that flavor, because once that flavor is gone, it ain't coming back, right? It's gone. It's done. It's finished. Think of block, um, Blockbuster and Netflix and having the mom pop stores of some people who didn't want to transition online. Once it's gone, it's gone. So during that season that God had, is equipping you with that idea and that business, you want to make sure that you stay relevant. Keep it salty, right? Keep the taste in it so that people want it and they can taste it and they can feel it and it's good for them. So guys, in closing, know what the driving force behind your business is. Every business is, dry, is driven by something. There is a guiding force, a controlling assumption, a directing conviction behind everything that happens. It may be unspoken, right? It may be unknown to many most likely is never been officially decided on, but it is there influencing every aspect of your business, influencing every aspect of your life. So it's all that stuff that you do behind the scenes that keeps you relevant on the scenes. So when you look at knowing what's driving your business and what's that force behind you, if you don't decide, the world will decide for you. So you want to make sure you decide. So make that decision to let God be your driving force. Let your business life shine for God and let your light shine for God. So when you do that, life will change. So if all of this brought you value and you want to know more and you're excited about letting your business and your life shine for God and growing in your faith and finances, then we want you to join the movement to help your business grow in your faith, in your finances, through entrepreneurship. So if you are an entrepreneur, a small business owner, a coach, a consultant, 
um, a service-based provider and you want to grow your business, you are in the right place. So if you need help in defining your purpose in business and getting more clarity and understanding on those five questions, and I there's as I said, it's a 25-page uh, research document that we put you through, uh, go to BibleBusinessAcademy.com, BibleBusinessAcademy.com. Com. Number one, first thing you want to do when you get there is put your information in and then download the free report. It's going to talk to you about your faith, your finances. Make sure you read it, right? Don't just download something and don't read it. Take the time to read it. It'll take you about an hour or so. It is worth that hour to sit there and read it. And then watch the video that's right there on that page. Um, it's called, Is God Calling Me to Start a Business? Even if you're already in business, make sure you watch it because I'm sure you're going to pick some stuff up. And then once you do that, book a strategy call with us. And in that strategy call, we're going to walk through where you're at, what you want, how it's connected with God, where your walk is at, where you want to take it and help you find out what his purpose is for your life and your business so that together when the two three are joined we can make help you come together to make that decision and see if we are the right people to partner with to team up with and help you to get the things that you desire and when you join us y'all a gift awaits you we're going to give you so much you know even before you join us we, we're always putting out stuff to help you that's why we come on here on thursdays to be able to do this and, and with god allowing us to be that vessel and to help them we're grateful for that he gets all the glory for it but we also want to send you out some wonderful stuff so if you're ready to start scale uh, to start scale or soar in business so you can help grow god's kingdom while growing in your faith and finances let us know right now text the number five to one eight three three bible biz and that's one eight three three bible biz which is one eight three three two four two five three two four you can text that to biz it'll come right to us or if you got a question we can help you that with that so for more information you can call us at one eight three three bible biz email me at info at kathy i appreciate you guys i'm gonna hop back over to the other screen and see if there's any questions or comments that we can help people with and i see a chat over here and some more blue how beautiful i'm not giving up live 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 you got that right i'm gonna pull i'm gonna share in her comments there she says is i'm not get you bet no you never ever ever give up because he got you and then she also said live 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 you right you right you right you right you want to definitely make that happen so if anybody else has a comment let me know right now go ahead and throw that on there and if you're catching this during the replay guys you can also put your comments on there um, also, again, if you go to BibleBusinessAcademy.com, BibleBusinessAcademy.com, you can download that report. And if you want to get a copy of our planner, uh, you can go to BelieveAndGrowRich.org, BelieveAndGrowRich.org. You can go there to order them now. All right, y'all. So I hope all of this have brought you all value. If I don't see anything else on here, I appreciate your time. I thank God 
um, for allowing and choosing me to be the one to help you guys out there. Let us know how we can help you. Make sure you hit the follow and, and the share and let's get the good news out about him and how you can build a business with biblical principles and grow in your faith and finances. All right, y'all have an amazing day and we will talk to you later. Have a good day. Bye-bye.